1: back we're black we're brown Mm ambition 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 hey mandra welcome you're doing your own
0: you're doing your own background vocals
1: (laughs) i could have stepped in there (laughs) Uh, Coach. first of all what is this lush greenery in the background is that oh that
0: is yes it's from the amazon rainforest
1: yeah (laughs)
0: amazon.com get it
1: (laughs) Are they real? No, girl, they're not real. Mine either, girl. Basement. You see my lush green? It stays the same.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, I'm in the Zen Den, which only has like teeny tiny windows. But okay. I, I do have a budding plant addiction. Okay. Uh, I mean, I could quit anytime I want, but I did go to <laughs> oh, town. That's what,
1: is that what you're telling yourself? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have three, I would say like capital, wait, four capital P plants now. Like tr- okay. trees with soil and I have to fertilize okay. them and stuff. And then I have like some. I have a caterpillar. Have I okay. told you about right. yeah, my you caterpillar? Yeah, you did. You yet? said the last
1: time you, you shared. You told us. Well, he's so these are chrysalis. plants inside. These are not plants outside.
0: No, they're outside plants. Well, they're outside until the temperature. I've been watching until okay. the temperature is below fifty degrees, and then they will be indoor plants. And okay. I guess Husband is going to have to sleep somewhere else because I don't know if we're going to have space <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> um, but it's very therapeutic to me. I'm kind of. Okay. In, I'm really loving, you know, having some plants to talk to, and it's very. Like I washed one of the leaves because it was Aww. dusty from where I got it, mm-hmm. and as soon as I washed the leaves off, um, it started to thrive. And I was just like, "Look at uh, me, uh, you know, <laughs> Mama Osaka over here." Do you have they don't things? have names. They don't. Okay. I did name the caterpillar Carl, which is oh, like the very hungry
1: caterpillar from Carl. Um, is that where you got it from? Oh, you know, I didn't even think about that. But you're right, Carl that hit- name is Carl. Yeah, yeah, that's like, you know, those are like the fam- most famous preschool slash kindergarten like books like ever
0: yes my son we that's one of our favorites um no it just came to me but it's going to be embarrassing if he's i'm not going to really know the sex until it emerges as a butterfly and then i'm going to mm-hmm. look at the pattern tiffany and then i'm going to be able oh, to tell you excuse if it's me.
1: okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. well not to be your left but i was on the twitter house and someone tagged me In this post and I kind of had some mixed feelings and I was like oh this would be good for us to talk about on the brown of the ambition. Are you ready?
0: I am
1: so ready. Okay so apparently um, I'm not going to say her name because I don't want anybody you know just in case they find it to be negative so I don't know if you're familiar with Ryan Serhant of um, oh he's like million dollar listing Bravo. You know Bravo has like a series of like by these fancy house shows so he's one of the yes. he's the guy who looks very young in the face but he's got gray hair okay yeah so his name is Ryan i'm gonna Sahan. nod but i don't watch it but okay i'm following okay <laughs> someone very rich like, guy <laughs> yes very very rich like so anyway so apparently i i know that he has like an online school and some other online offerings as well as the fact that he has a very very successful real estate um real you know business he's a broker does very very well i'm talking about b's not m's okay mm-hmm. so apparently they must have reached out to this young woman And we'll call her Macy. I don't know. Right. Right. So they reached out to Macy to to do a speaking engagement, whatever. And I guess I guess they decided they wasn't trying to pay Macy. So this is what Macy wrote. So uh, apparently whoever this woman who works for Ryan, her name is her name is Sydney. So this is Macy's email. And I just would love your initial feedback. Hi, Sydney. Thanks for reaching out to me. I didn't realize that you were hoping to leverage my expertise without paying me for it. While I'm happy to provide free workshops for social good organizations, I do not work for free for for for-profit enterprises. Your CEO, Ryan Serhant, boldly claims that his real estate firm sold over $1.5 billion in real estate last year. Additionally, your company sells courses, memberships, and consulting services for thousands of dollars. The idea that your company cannot afford to compensate your outside speakers for your virtual workshop series is laughable. Mm -hmm. And worse, you're asking a woman of color to add value to your company for free. It's unethical, exploitative, and perpetuates economic disparities. I spent over a decade developing my expertise and my method, my rates for, for the from scratch custom workshop you've suggested is $2,000 with a perpetual license fee of $750. If you would like to use my expertise to make money from your audience, you are welcome to pay me for it. Macy. What is your knee jerk reaction? Oh, snaps. If I could stand up without getting my mic
0: unmuted, (laughs) like messing up my mic, I would. I love this. And I love that she posted it because, and especially now that I'm writing for different outlets, people really want scripts like this. They want to see how did you handle it? What, What did you exactly say to someone when they offered you a certain amount or you wanted to negotiate or whatnot? And I think this was a really classy way for her to I mean, she did the most Mm -hmm. like, you know, it could have been just no, thank you. That's not my rate. Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, I think when you're someone who you can afford to say no, these opportunities and you can also educate the person who's making that offer Mm -hmm. um, at the same time, then that's a that just makes it easier for the women of color coming behind you
1: because hopefully they won't,
0: you know, do that again.
1: So when I look in the comments, it's like, it, it's a lot of, obviously, most of the women are like, yes, yes. There's definitely somebody who told her that she thought, they thought she was very immature. But I mm-hmm. will say this, that Sydney from Ryan Serhant's camp replied back positively. She said she forwarded her feedback to the planning team and hoped it would help her secure a speaker's budget. You know, so basically, it was, to her credit, um, uh, Macy was like, I don't believe that Sydney. you know, this was her choice. This is her job to reach out to people. And Sydney probably was like, I've been trying to tell them we need to get money for people. So now maybe hopefully this email will let them know you tried it. Mm -hmm. Someone also asked her, did she think that Ryan was like trying to take advantage of her? She said, I highly doubt that he even knows because, you know, this is what you have a team for. And so she was like, no, I didn't think so. She did a really good job. I mean, would you, do you think we should share her name? I don't, I mean, I don't think it's. I think you should. She posted okay, it. and It's like got 40, I mean, she put her yeah. name out there. So yeah. Stop calling so, her Macy. <laughs> right. So sorry, Phoebe. I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't want you to get no. <laughs> hey, so Phoebe, her herself. name is, her name is Phoebe, the career witch, which is funny. Um, but uh, her, this is, this I didn't is on see Twitter. her name. I just saw Phoebe. <laughs> so she's a journalist turned career coach, demolishing American corporate brainwashing one tweet at a time. I'm currently following Phoebe hey girl um so mm. Phoebe her her at on, on Twitter is better W Phoebe like with Phoebe so better W Phoebe P-H-O-E-B-E so go ahead and follow take a look and so I would say obviously the large majority of the comments from women are like this is great um mm. and so yeah so someone asked like you know can you give us a context um of what Sydney has sent you and she said um, Sydney sent her something to the effect that said, our featured experts collaborate with us on a volunteer basis at this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, we well, do not host, I know. I'm just like, what volunteer basis? It's really funny to me,
0: or not funny, but sad to me when it's, when corporations ask women if they even read anything that we've ever written or what our voice is like and what our messages to our audiences like to even think that you weren't going to get that kind of feedback or that you could ask for a woman to work for free yeah. when her like her platform is, you know, completely abolishing like toxic corporate mentality and helping coach women to earn more in their careers. Like why? Like, of course, of course, Phoebe was going to say no. Um, and I've I've experienced that too in my freelance writing. I have a minimum rate per article and mm-hmm. I am writing these articles about how, you know, I negotiated my way to X percent more in salary or I built my wealth or I quit jobs and things like that. Hell yeah, I'm going to ask for a minimum and, you know, I don't really care if you pay so-and-so 250 for an article. Like that's not my minimum rate. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, I think for me, it's like, I, it's the Sydneys who I think don't deserve yeah. necessarily they're the messenger, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? They don't deserve the um they don't deserve to be talked too rudely or be snipped at. But I do think if you can, but they are the the messenger, right? So if yeah, you Yeah, so how, you gotta send that message on back. You have to so, send the message back, but acknowledge that it's not necessarily their decision. Yes. And Everybody she did has say a that. boss, they can ask mm-hmm. for, you know, clearance for additional fees. And I know that, and I think You have to sort of stand in that. That's why negotiating can be a little bit uncomfortable, but you Mm -hmm. have to be patient and know if they are doing their
1: job right, they're going to go to their higher up. They're going to get it approved and Mm -hmm. you just got to wait. I will say this. Someone someone told me, someone is in the comments and said to all the Sydneys out there, start telling your higher ups that you refuse to request free labor from people, especially women of color, you know? And so like, that's something that you can certainly be like, "Mm, I don't feel comfortable with doing this. One thing I did love, honestly, more than anything, was how many women in the comments said, hey girl, you know, I think that this is awesome, but you're actually, that 2,500 that you're quoting, too low. So people are giving her feedback of like you know you should be asking for even more money you know um you should be asking to do a whole workshop you should be asking for ten thousand dollars and negotiate negotiate there and so I just love that she's even getting and she's really receptive I have to say that Phoebe has been really awesome in the comments receptive to the critique and criticism which has been very little but also really receptive to people who are like hey um you know, he, here's how you could, you know, ask for, you know, even more because I think that you are still are lowballing yourself. So I just, you know, this is, yeah, yeah. So this is, this is. I was, I'm not gonna lie. The my my um my per the person in me that doesn't like conflict was like, oh my gosh, the sassiness. But you know, but I was like, I'm I'm the type behind this curtain who's like, go girl, girl, as I hide behind the curtain. So there <laughs> certainly was, was like that. So <laughs> Although I do think
0: people it's very easy to discount confidence and strength of voice in women especially black women Mm -hmm. so you know i commend i don't commend sydney for just being a decent human because it's like that's the least she could do was respond thoughtfully but i do see like and i have been on the other side of that where it's like you're asking, you? Yes. <laughs> you think you're worth that? Yes. You know, and it really, I'm like, mm-hmm. And I think some people just don't have the, they don't think women are worth that.
1: Mm-hmm. And and especially they, women of color.
0: Especially women of color. And they, and there's a sense of like, who do you think
1: you are? Yeah. I've actually you know? gotten that. There was a big bank and... um they asked me to like, I think write an article or whatever, but it was like literally peanuts. And I said, um, no, but here's my rates. And he said, he literally wrote back, we have bigger people that are making like what we just offered you. I couldn't believe it. I was mm-hmm. like, it's the equivalent of you walking down the street and the guy's trying to holler. And you're like, oh, no, yeah. I have a boyfriend. He's like, you ugly anyway. I'm like, oh, sir, <laughs> I wasn't ugly when you was trying to holler at me, sir. Don't be mad. <laughs> and so I remember yeah. being like taken back because it wasn't some just popped up bank it was one of like the big banks I was like wow so you're mad because I said hey that's not my rate I didn't you know I didn't I wasn't rude I wasn't I just said thank you so much for the offer here's my rates it's you know that's that's below my rates and if, if this is you know if you can meet me closer then you know we can talk or whatever I forget what I said but it wasn't rude yeah These people
0: have never written themselves or done Mm -hmm. workshops themselves. That shit takes time. Time. It took me an hour to put together fact checking documents and an outline for an article because that's like for an article, that's an hour. And I charge $200 an hour for typical work like that's, you know, half of the fee that I was getting for the article in the first place. Mm -hmm. And I think that people in those positions, you need to understand you need to like. Really be empathetic and ask, you know, how much time does this take you or get a good sense of how much time it takes someone to do what you're asking them to do. Because even though the end result might be only a 800 word article or in Phoebe's case, only a 30 minute webinar, (laughs) it takes time and
1: mental capacity and you have to give up other work to do it. Exactly. And not just that, but people love to tell me only. I'm like, well, then you do it since it's only. It's so easy. Because yeah. <laughs> here's the thing too. When, mm. If you approach people, you're not just paying for like the, the 30 minutes up front for that webinar. You're paying for her expertise. You're Because like when people hit me up and they're mad that I no longer charge $1,000, I'm like, wait, that was Tiffany 10 years ago. You don't. I'm not like I the the amount of experience, time, professionalism, all that I've gathered over the last ten years is why I can now go from a thousand dollars for one speaking engagement to fifty thousand. Yes, that's what I asked for. You can take it or leave it. Because here's the thing, like I'm more than I'm more than okay to leave it. I'm more than okay to say well. You know, you know, if you if you if it's not a fit, that's fine. But guess what? Your price gonna go up, sis. <laughs> I've had people who like I remember last year when I was thirty five thousand for a keynote, and people were like, oh, the, a, a gasp! As soon as I hit the New York Times bestsellers list, I was like, <laughs> price went up. <laughs> sis ain't the same sis from last year. Okay, yeah. so now I'm at fifty, and then people have come back and said, okay, fine, 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 we'll do the thirty five. I'm like, bruh. You should have locked me in. Yeah. We're not 35 anymore. And I literally tell them I'm not 35 anymore. I'm now a New York Times bestseller. And these other things have happened. I'm so an NAACP just... award winner. I mean, Ay. well, nominee. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so so those are the reasons. And and it's okay. And this is what you'll find for those of you, whether it's career or business. When you raise your prices, there is typically there's a, a period of time where you haven't found the new customer or client yet you know yeah. so you get a little bit nervous cuz you're like oh my gosh people are not you know I'm not getting you know my rate or I'm not getting offered my rate well it's because you you have shifted to a different sphere of people or 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 customer that you have to find and so once you do now now I'm at a sphere now where like I just locked in to $50,000 speaking engagements but it took about 6 months For me to get my first one because i had to find that new customer they had to find me and so like the people who could afford me five years ago you know i I don't do business with them at least not in this traditional sense and and you know the new people who can afford me now it took them a little while to find me so don't be afraid that just because right away someone has not it's not paying your new rate or 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 you know jumping to this new salary of yours it's like no sometimes it just takes you a minute to find each other i mean i would say if it's been you know longer than six months
0: probably You know, Mm -hmm. you might (laughs) want to rethink asking
1: too much. (laughs) You might want to. And that's (laughs) that's very valid. You
0: might want to rethink it. (laughs) Might want to rethink it. And two, I love that people are giving Phoebe that feedback on her rates. The only way we can find out what sometimes like, I can come up with what I think is my my rate. But um, there there are people out there who may be earning less or earning more. And the only way we're going to find out is if we talk about it. Yeah. And companies are a little fearful of that as I mean, probably because they like you know, getting their, their discounts where they can get them. But I really, I'm excited for Phoebe. And I, I hope, especially, you know, people that I'm talking to every day, who are trying to launch consultants, firm consultancy businesses, or, you know, contract work. And it's the, one of the first questions is like, how do I figure out what to charge? Mm-hmm. And a part, part of it is just asking people who are in the same space, asking the blunt
1: question, what do you charge? What are your mm-hmm. rates? I I'll, um, I'll go to your website in a minute, and I'm like who is someone who's in a similar space and then I look mm, and then after a while you just have to go rogue like literally like I'm not looking like I like I for example I asked my friend lovey okay so you know we're in similar although she's in a totally different space I'm like we're at similar spaces and levels and I'm like you know what are you charging and so that's how I kind of got a like a kind of a gauge and then I just go for it you mm-hmm. ask, you know, if I think I'm worth more, I might, you know, every year I slap at least $10,000 onto my keynote, at least every year. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm I'm someone who, depending on the agency or whatever, you know, they might be like, oh, I don't have 50, but we have 45. I'm like, I could do, do
0: 45. I can mm-hmm. do that. <laughs> you know? You know? Do 49, 99, 99. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, yeah, There's that's definitely literally
0: so- what negotiation is all yep. about. Mm-hmm. Meet me somewhere higher than yes. what you were going to do.
1: Yes. The because more here's talk about. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, here's the thing that, you know, I know a lot of, I hear a lot of business coaches will tell you, you know, your price is your price. And I think that it's really up to you. Like for me, you know, shaving, you know, $5,000 off, you know, to me, because I always have in my head, like the lowest is I'll go here. And it's not, as long as it's not below what my lowest is, I'm okay. To share, I'm not gonna tell you I'm my lowest because you're not gonna be like, I'm I'm in your inbox. I was gonna offer 50, but I heard about you. I'm right. No, offer me my fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what were you gonna say, Mandy?
0: Um, oh geez, I forgot now. But I do feel like like there is that there is that magical moment when you Oh, I know what I was gonna say. I just remembered. Every time I tell people, and I get this from editors especially as I'm I'm working on kind of sharing my strategies for negotiating. I think I ten years into my career, when I managed to go from 35k to 350k annually in my earnings, I think I have some some expertise in the art of negotiating. And so much of it is flinging yourself off the cliff and asking for the, asking for more and asking for this. I mean, but what I'm getting back from some feedback, well, one from like really shitty commenters, but I don't really pay pay them no mind. But <laughs> editors are really afraid. Of sharing like, well, that may not happen for everybody or like, Mm. you know, can we really say that? I'm like, but it happened to me. It, it, it happened to me like these are real, I got the facts to back it up. You know, you go in and they offer you one thing and you, you know, ask for more and you compound that over multiple, you know, opportunities over a decade. And, you know, I've seen and I'm proof of what can happen when you ask for more, just because you can and because you're not going to die if you do it, you know? Um, And I think that it's sometimes we are uncomfortable. We are uncomfortable even entertaining that that's possible because it would mean, oh, dang, I had to put myself in an uncomfortable situation. I may have to start negotiating and I really don't want to believe that I have to do that because that's very scary. Um, And that is not my problem. You know, it's it's expectations of other people that are like lower than what I put on myself. Um, But it's been interesting to me that I've gotten that people that are uncomfortable almost hearing the success, the success stories that I have to share. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe it's in my delivery. I don't know. Maybe no, I Honestly, sometimes put an people emoji just feel at the like, end of it.
1: Well, someone told me today, like literally one of my friends, she hit me on LinkedIn. It was like, Tiffany, stop calling yourself a baby millionaire. I was like, she called me out. She said, no, honestly, stop calling yourself a baby millionaire. She's like, babies don't make millions. Well, there's some babies, but you know, the average baby's not making 1000000s <laughs> <laughs> She said, Couple babies, "Babies don't make millions. Do. What you?" She said, "What you've done is beyond what babies can do." She was like, "It's. I know it's uncomfortable." She said, "You're a straight up millionaire. You work too hard to get where you are. No baby can do that." And I was like, "I know." I told her, "I'm like, I know." It just feels uncomfortable. But she said, "No, but you don't understand, Tiffany. Your ownership gives the rest of us hope. The pos- the, the hope in the possibility of obtaining it too." And so she's right. I'm going to stop. I'm going to retire that phrase. I only say it because I felt uncomfortable with saying I'm a straight up millionaire because it sounds so strange to say. But what's a baby right. millionaire? Like
0: you're new to it?
1: Yeah. Or it's like, only oh, 1
0: million versus a million million? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, so well, like, I'm you silly. know,
1: like I have like, I'm like, I'm like, so to me, a baby millionaire is like between 1 million to maybe, um, um, five million, right? So I lean her view closer. That's to the your five dad's side. voice in your head, baby. I know.
0: Like, stop it. <laughs> you have <laughs> such outsized expectations for yourself, I, Tiffany. I know. I know. <laughs> it's crazy because literally, when do you get to relax and just be happy with? You. I know. Well, not you I know, know you're what? happy, but like relax. But I know what you to mean.
1: Like, yeah. Because it's so it's such a foreign. It's like who is she? You know. It's such mm. a foreign thing to lean into. I I really, I mean, I know preschool teacher Tiffany. I know hardworking Tiffany. You know, I even know business owner Tiffany, but CEO Tiffany is hard to get to know. Millionaire Tiffany. It sounds so strange because it just sounds like someone who could not possibly be me. You know, like if I'm just talking about like to be all the way um, candid, if you know, because sometimes you could be a millionaire in assets and, and I'm not talking about non-cash assets. So, so meaning like you add up your homes, you add up your businesses. So yes, if I do those things, like it's. You know, we, we we way past what I would say traditional baby millionaire. But if I were just to look at my my like hardcore like cash assets, no, like I am, you know, like I'm a millionaire in in these other assets, but I'm also a millionaire in bank account, you know, and so I'm just I just say that as to almost like to not be offensive, like, oh, you know, I'm just a baby millionaire. It's like, no, sis, it's okay. It's okay to say that your net worth is, you know, quite honestly, eight figures, probably if you were to add in your businesses, but you know, high mid sevens, if you weren't to add in your businesses, say it Tiffany. And I'm like, ah, it sounds, because it just doesn't sound real. I'm wearing a target sweatshirt that says blessed. <laughs> well, the thing is
0: like, no. and having been someone, I mean, like people love the headline and I, you know, of how much you're worth or how much you saved. And it's almost like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter the number for me it doesn't matter and people get really caught up in the amount and there's Mm -hmm. lots of um internet bros who like to say well that's not very impressive Mm -hmm. you know i could have done that Um, especially to me i could have done that if i just bought you know i I could i do that overnight with my with my crypto or you know i you could have done that if you bought five properties ten years ago there there are people who want to diminish the number but f the number like i really don't tiffany to me the reason why i you're wonderful and like why i continue to learn a lot from you or why i want to come to you it's not the number associated with your net worth it's nice to know that you're successful Mm -hmm. but it's like the steps that you took people get Mm -hmm. so caught up in that number and i really feel like that shouldn't be what you're focused on is some kind of magical number i've never been focused on a magical number it's more Mm -hmm. strategies and 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 building uh building a business model that will you know, sustain yourself and grow. Mm-hmm. You know, how like the, these strategic things that you can do. And I wish people focused more on that and not mm-hmm. just on like it's all subjective. Yeah. One person's one million million's
1: another person's ten thousand. Exactly. Yep. You know? No, literally. Like it's you know, I'll I'll I have a friend of mine whose business makes fifty million dollars a year. And you're just like oh okay and you know i but i remember when i hit my first six figures i was like you couldn't tell me that wasn't 50 million because that's what it felt like in comparison to where i was before so to your point yes well especially once you get past a certain amount of money made um for me it was really about providing security and safety for my family and so i was i've been able to do that for a long time now you know relatively you know for the last like you know like four or five years i'm like okay and then when I was able to pay off my parents' house, that kind of like marked a like, oh, now we're good, good. Because mm-hmm. barring anything crazy, you know, we should be able to handle it. That's always been a worry for me. Like if something comes up, will we be okay as a family? And knowing that my parents have a safe place to live, that they, you know, that they have got, you know, they don't have to worry about food. They don't have to worry about bills. Knowing that we're we're fine here in my household, you know, that my sisters are good, the, the nieces and nephews are good you know, once I got past that space, then it really like the extra didn't, didn't move me because I was just like, mm. that's what it was for me. There's nothing wrong with, you know, living fancy, but that's never really been my vibe. It's like, okay, we're good. So now I've been really facing toward like, what does leaving a legacy and philanthropy look like? You know, like, what does, what does, what does that look like? Um, did I ever tell you about orally Brown? Did I talk, did we talk about that last um, episode? So, you know, maybe I'm going to save her for my Brown boost because she's amazing because okay. it's, it's really like kind of like where I'm, I'm turning now that my everyone is good that I know I, that's where I want to turn my attention toward. So to your point, you're right. Sometimes I don't want to own it because I almost feel embarrassed by it, you know, um, because I'm like, oh, but I still want to sit at the table and just like, you know, have like, you know, I still want to sit at the table and where my targets best. And, and you know, <laughs> you can do. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. will I not be invited to like regular functions? You know what I mean? Not like, you know, theoretically. So that's why I'm just like, maybe that's why You're I say you still invited because... to the cookout. Yes. I want to go <laughs> invited to the cookout and I am going to bring- It might be pota- P. Diddy's cookout, but it'll- cookout. <laughs> 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 I want to bring potato bread uh, buns from um, from ShopRite. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm excited that you are
1: leaning into that. You a millionaire millionaire. <laughs> Don't come for me though, because my husband does not play that. So, just for those of you, <laughs> I'm kidnapped,
0: tippity, and, and hold a ransom. Is that what you're trying to say?
1: Yeah, and I stay with a <laughs> I stay with the taser on me. What the other day? You do? Yes. What? Well, honestly, I stay with the taser because my husband is crazy, and he, every time I go for a walk or go anywhere, he's always like, "Did you bring your taser?" And if I don't, he'll send me a, like a picture of it. It's like I see it's here on the counter, but you're not oh, here. Oh my like, goodness! Bank. You know. And at first, I thought he was crazy until. I was going for my daily walk and this like loose dog ran up on me and he was barking so aggressively and I was so scared and his owner was laughing. And I was like, oh, that's funny. So then I took out my taser. I did not tase the dog, but I took out my taser and I sparked it like not in front of the dog, but like, you know, in the air to let his owners know <laughs> you won't be laughing very long. It Wait a second. Yes. <laughs> I, is there footage of this? I no. need to see <laughs> Tiffany with the taser. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I had a gun where I, I busted in the air like, pop, pop. So the taser said, clack, 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 in the air. And I was like, "You See, that would have scared me like, oh, shit, it's on. Yeah, yo, like- <laughs> no, he, the owner was like, then he called his dog back. I say, yeah, call mm-hmm. Fido back. Don't do that. <laughs> I would hate to tase a dog, but I'm not going to let this dog bite me. Because I thought I thought that was so yeah. terrible. like We're laughing that your dog is aggressively yeah. running up to people and barking. And lawsuit, for all I know, baby. the dog was just wanting to play, you know? but yeah. you know i was just like you're doing a lot so yeah when he saw my taser i said it's not so funny now he just looked at me i said mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. so now i i was like oh let me carry my taser taser, just in case okay.
0: <laughs> well i'm glad that you uh take your protection with you don't tip you strapped y'all <laughs> don't run up on her at Newark <laughs> trying to give her a hug right me and my pink tasers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but that is too funny. (laughs) Miss, I don't like conflict.
1: I know. (laughs) Don't start. No, no. Won't be no, no. You know.
0: (laughs) Okay. Let's take a quick break and we will be right back with actual Boost and Break. Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm.
1: Hey, hey, BA fam, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. hmm Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time-consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay? Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes, yes. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay? So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to RocketMoney.com slash Brown That's RocketMoney.com slash Brown RocketMoney.com slash Brown Ambition.
0: Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about
1: And now it's time for a boost or a break. Oh, boost or break. Oh, boost break. Boost or break. Or a boost or break. <laughs> so, we are going to boost. We are going to break. Which one, Mandy, are you going to take? Gonna take? Oh, we are going to hey. boost. We hey. are going to break. Which hey. one, Mandy, are you going to take? Hashtag free Britney.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> I am so excited for I Britney. Saw her. I yes, know. she has her 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 daddy, her toxic daddy. Um Jamie Spears has mm-hmm. been removed as her conservator. Suspended.
1: So we we'll hope suspended. Yeah.
0: So the conservatorship still stands, but Britney finally spoke out this past June in and, and the speech that was heard around the world. Mm-hmm. I encourage y'all to look it up on YouTube. It's like 18 minutes of glorious, caffeinated Brittany. Mm-hmm. Um but it was the first time we heard her voice and It's insane to me that this that we all just turned a blind eye and just and I'm included too accepted the fact that this woman's touring and she's on different TV shows. And yeah, she can't handle her money. So daddy should still be in charge of that. Like, yeah, it's it says something about our society. So I am really happy for her and especially her fans who have been fighting to free Brittany for Mm -hmm. all this time that she is way one to go for your fave
1: I mean we were all just out here but those fans were on it like yo they've yeah. been talking about it for the longest. they're like they've been getting Britney law degrees be like, because of it girl <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because you're right here's the thing even if Britney's not the best with her money hello join the effing club like yeah. exactly <laughs> like so let she her make a couple them.
0: of bad purchases
1: exactly like like that. that's the thing like even if she does that like to me it only makes sense if you are in danger you know what I mean meaning like before when they really thought like, okay, you know, she is in physical danger of maybe harming herself. But like yeah. saying like mm, she might blow some of it, okay. Yeah. Everybody you have you have the wherewithal as an adult. If you wanna blow your money, okay, so we're not here to stop you. That's your business, yeah. as as Miss Tabitha Brown would say. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like Johnny
0: Depp who was constantly going broke and Girl. spending millions and having to do another Pirates of the Caribbean movie and didn't nobody try to put him in a conservatorship Girl, Tony
1: Braxton you know I mean? <laughs> How many times did she go bankrupt? No, she, Tony. I think
0: you're- No, Toni! Yeah, Toni Braxton went,
1: she went um, bankrupt a couple of times
0: mm. Oh, dang. Well, you know, yeah. the, those tools are there for a reason bankruptcy and all that stuff yeah. I mean, I don't wish her any ill will I think what yeah. breaks my heart the most is when I I haven't watched the most recent documentary Um, But I watched the one on Hulu from over the summer that came out and it talked about it kind of gave more context around Mm. how they got her to sign over her legal rights to her fortune. Mm. And they basically made her feel like she wasn't going to be able to see her sons if she wasn't in a conservatorship. And that shit pissed me off. Because how dare you? Can't you see in such an emotionally fragile state how she would have been like, I'll do anything. Don't take away my boys. Anything. And that anything has now resulted in like not having any, any agency or control over her yeah. life or her to business. To the point where they literally
1: put, it, put her birth control, your own body. Yeah. They wouldn't let like, her take out engaged. her IUD. Yeah. Yep. Get engaged. Won't let me when have a baby. Like all of this stuff is just egregious. But so to your point, yay, Brittany. Yeah. We're so glad that, you know, you are on the road to,
0: to freedom. Yay, Brittany. And to any woman out there who and there's plenty of women who are mm-hmm. under the thumb of whether it's a parent or a partner or whoever, a, a job, a boss, mm-hmm. they will have you like and it. And you can be a strong woman in all other respects, but it is possible even for the strongest of women to be slowly but surely broken down to the point where they yeah. think that they cannot take care of themselves and that they mm-hmm. need you know someone else, and it takes so much time. And women in my life have had to unlearn that type of, you know, unlearn that lie mm-hmm. to re to re um, to recover their own agency and their own power. And I think that that's what we're doing. So I wish Brittany all the success in the world, and mm-hmm. for any other women, I hope that lots of women are inspired by her story and her her standing and her truth.
1: Yes, go ahead, girl. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> well, I'm going to. Boost, this is a throwback to 10 year old Tiffany. So, when I was 10, I vaguely remember that a teacher brought in some article about another teacher who was paying for the college tuition of some kids, like a, a classroom of kids. And I remember then saying, I want to do that one day. I want to be her, this teacher, right? And so, yeah. so many years passed. You know, you remember things when you're little and you're like, is that real? Did I did I imagine that? Did I make mm-hmm. that up in my head? And so for the longest time I I was googling for this woman, but I could not find her. So I convinced myself that maybe I made it up and maybe, you know, maybe it was a story because it was literally 30 years ago. So I was talking to a friend of mine, Catherine, who's a CEO of the United Way in um in um Newark, and I was telling her how like, you know, when I was little, you know, I read I I remember the story about this teacher that had you know, paid for college for this classroom of students of of black students um, in a really um, terrible neighborhood in Oakland, and she was like, um, "Oh yeah, Aura Lee Brown." I'm like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "Catherine, shut up! That that that's not her name." She's <laughs> like, yeah. "So, I you have no idea. If you ask me what I want to be when I grow up, I want to be Aura Lee Brown. She I is still her. an educator." So she's not even in Jersey. She's in California? Yes. So there's a book about her. I cannot wait to read this book. There's a book about her called The Promise, how one woman made good on her extraordinary pact to send a classroom of first graders to college. Can you imagine? Miss Orly Brown, because let me not be disrespectful because she's a grown woman. Miss Orly Brown was making $45,000 a year at the time. And she set aside $10,000 of her own money to make this happen. She... She is goals on goals on goals. This happened in 1987. That's when she adopted a first grade class and promised that if they stayed in school and got admitted to college, she would pay for their college education. Not only did she keep her promise to that first class of students, to date, she has sent 136 students from low income families. Um, They've received mentoring, tutoring, financial support from the Orly Brown Foundation for College. First of all, I know where I'm donating donating money. That's one. How did and she two. do that on a school teacher's salary? Honestly, I have not read the book, The Promise Yet, but I think yeah. <laughs> like, okay. that's dollars like, that I
0: mean, in the eighties that might might could have got you a couple of college educations. Mm-hmm. Ten, well, Today? ten thousand
1: dollars a year is what she was setting aside. A year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. No. Because they were like in first grade. So you figure level. for twelve years she set aside ten thousand dollars a year. And um and, and issued um um uh what's it called, uh, scholarships. So I wow. just she's a real life superhero i just don't know why why is there not a movie about her yeah. like i for the longest, so i started a non but i could not figure out the focus um i started it a couple of years ago but i was like what is the live richer foundation going to actually do and you know um just most recently i was i was i remembered her i didn't remember her name obviously but i said i want to do that that i want to create a, a foundation where you know i raise money and You know, I am able to not just send kids to school, but whatever post high school looks like. So maybe you want to go to trade school. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to go to college whatever that lump sum of funding will be set aside for you. I said, I want to adopt a uh, a preschool or kindergarten classroom in Newark. And start there, and then collect, adopt as many classrooms in low-income neighborhoods as possible over the the next hopefully forty years of my life. That that is that was one of my goals, but it was spawned in part because of her in part because of Miss Aurelie i am a teacher in part because of miss aurelie philanthropy has always been a part of like my mission and to like see that she's still here so i'm totally like going to email her today with shaking hands like miss aurelie
0: i just want to <laughs> say i know Aw. <laughs> yeah i was so, just looking up she was like there's a glamour article on her from last year
1: oh where
0: yeah she was she was honored in 2002 as mm. one of the women of the year and they I just, just did like an updated article. Look,
1: she, she just she looks And like then if you go to her website, Oral, so like you know, Oral a to Toothbrush, like your mouth, O R A L Lee L E E Brown. So Oral Lee Brown Foundation, .org, you can see all these beautiful babies that she has helped. One, you see the pictures. Two, you get to see the videos. There's this awesome yeah. video that I watched of her that the news had did where this young man was like, I call her mama. Like I still come back for advice. She still guides me. So I just, I just say all this to say that you think people are not listening and watching. That this woman, you know, not only did she change the lives of of those children that she 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 made the pact and the promise to and helped. She changed my life as well. I was ten years old and moved by her story and kept it with me for thirty years, until I'm now in a position. To extend her legacy and to to continue the work that she started. And so I'm just grateful for that.
0: That is beautiful.
1: That's mm-hmm. a name that we should all know. Orly. Yes. Orly. Orly
0: Brown. That's beautiful. And I did read. I wonder if she, she like did it through investing, but also I some donations. Yep. I'm curious yeah. too. I'm so <laughs> excited the, to see. Was she the inspiration for that really cringe worthy episode of The Office where Michael Scott, do you not watch The Office? You don't watch no. The Office, do you? Oh, Tiff. <laughs> no. Uh. Anyway, there's a real. He's like a. He's a. He's a terrible manager. Mediocre white man. It, you know, if that was in the definition to be Michael Scott's picture. Anyway, he he adopts a class. It's a really cringy episode. I don't <laughs> know that it holds up very well from a decade ago when it first aired, but he adopts a a, a class of black students at a mm-hmm. high school, and he calls them Scott's tots, and oh he promises gosh. them when they're first graders. <laughs> To pay for their college education and then he t- shows up later their senior year and he's reminded of his promise and they have they put on a performance for him they make up a song a rap song to his you know donation and he has to tell them my bad I did not actually do what I said I was going to do um, so shout out to Orly once again a black woman proven it
1: can be done girl <laughs> well. she's just like like if you I love to see what I love to because here's what happens when why the so this type of work is so important is that If you've ever like grown up or or spent an an extended amount of time in economically depressed um, environments, there is a a sheen of sadness, dismay, and um, lack of belief that there's more than this. You might see Mm -hmm. it on TikTok, on social media, whatever, but in your neighborhood, you don't see it. And so what do you reach for? And so parents will literally raise their children differently if there is a guaranteed at the end of the road. Like uh, my husband was telling me, cause he grew up in Newark his whole life, like, you know, projects, all of that. And he said that he can remember as a kid that if there were kids who showed an acumen, especially in sports, they would send them home. So let's just say you were really good at basketball, middle school, especially high school, and you're on the team and you're trying to hang out on the block like the block boys, do what block boys do, they would literally say, nah, man, you got to go home. You got to win the game tomorrow. So Mm -hmm. when there is a specified future set aside for you, the community responds differently. And they say, no, there's a future set aside for you. You can't be out here with us. And so I wonder, how can you do that for these kids, where it's not sports, it's not anything. It's other th- other than there is a future set aside for your child. So you just Ms. Exist Johnson, and you deserve a future. Yep, exactly. You shouldn't have so, to have a talent. Exactly. So Ms. Unquote, Johnson, be mindful. Like the way you raise your son, no matter what, know that he has it. Just help us to get him there. And so for me, what yeah. I want my foundation to do, and I'm, I'm curious to, I'm, I can't wait to connect with her, is what I want to do is figure out between that kindergarten and 12th grade, what resources does that student need? Like what social work resources, housing resources, food resources, tutoring, what does that look like? Because what's so great is through that one child, you can really help affect the family, you know, mm-hmm. because I, that there might be more than one child in that family. But they all get to benefit from knowing that these resources exist and, and having access to these resources. So for me, I really want to make sure that we give the family the tools they need to make sure and ensure that their child makes it to 12th grade. Like I'm so like, I mean over overcome with like how amazing she is. I think it was like 23 students in that first grade class, 19 went to college. Like that's insane. You know what I mean? 19 went to college as a result. That's crazy. Yeah, so go ahead to her if you, you know, if you need some inspiration. Go ahead to OralLeeBrownFoundation.org. You can look literally, if you hover over the students button, you can see students from like 1987, 99, 2012. You get to literally see students from, she's up to phase seven from each of her phases of when she set aside money for them. And to see how like, you know, these students and what they're doing now, it's just really amazing to see. And you can see the original picture of her with all these black babies. It just it just warms my heart because I have pictures like this surrounded by black babies as well, where they're all just like, you know, smiling and not realizing just what an amazing future that, you know, that awaits them. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it the one thing that I do, maybe people think I'm creepy And maybe it's just because I'm a mom now, but I look when I pass my school, the school bus stop in my neighborhood, I try and roll the window down and talk to all the kids and learn their names. I just feel like not enough people look into the faces of black and brown children and just make them feel special and heard. And it's not unless you have a talent, if you're a singer or you're Mm -hmm. athletic, like you were saying, where you get that extra you get that extra um, attention and like get the sense from society that you are. special or valued and even in small ways i feel like if you can do that for other kids and obviously tiff you've been doing it since you were a preschool teacher but um i think that's such a amazing story and the fact that it's a woman of color like a black woman from that area who's doing Mm -hmm. it that is you just don't hear enough stories like that so thank you i will never forget her name coralie brown (laughs) (laughs) Orly makes me proud to be an amanda lee
1: I know, (laughs) I was going to
0: say, that sounds very Southern. It is. (laughs) Amanda Lee. (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, until next week, uh, we will bid you adieu. Stay tuned. It's officially October. It's officially... Um, pumpkin spice season and also <laughs> breast cancer awareness month yes. in October. And in all seriousness, we have a very special guest coming up this month that you're going to hear from. And um, I got to talk, the chance to talk to a wonderful woman earlier this week named Marina Franklin. She's a comedian and an actress and a writer and all those things. And she's going to open up about her story and Mm. we're going to be reminding you finger wagon including you Tiffany to go Mm -hmm. and
1: get those breast exams okay yeah no it's true I have to thank you for reminding me because actually now that I'm 40 like they have not I've never gotten a mammogram before and now it's time and they keep like pinging me so thank you for let me make I'm going to make myself a little sticky go get my mammogram Mm, yes a little sticky go get my (laughs) my checked
0: (laughs) <laughs> take care of those top dots. <laughs> uh, there is no way for me to say that it wasn't creepy. We should go now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>